Welcome to Present Company, the Netflix podcast that brings you dynamic conversations with exceptional people behind your favorite series, films, documentaries, and specials. I'm your host, Krista Smith. For years, I was Vanity Fair's ambassador to Hollywood, interviewing countless actors as well as creatives and authorities across the spectrum. My passion is talent, any form of it. How do you know you have it? How do you cultivate it? How do you protect it? And also, I want to get to the heart of what drives it. On this podcast, I'll be talking to people in Hollywood and far beyond. Thank you for joining me. Today, I'm catching up with Kiernan Shipka, one of Hollywood's most impressive and sophisticated young talents. We've all watched her grow up as Sally Draper over seven seasons of Mad Men. Since then, Shipka has worked in a variety of projects and now stars in Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, based on the Archie comic book series. In this conversation, we'll talk to her about her new film, Let It Snow, which is about the friendships and the love lives of a group of high school seniors all told during one day, Christmas Eve. We also cover what she learned being on set during those madman years and her life beyond film and television, including her impeccable style, her love of napping, and the importance of bulletproof coffee. Hi, Karen and Shipka. Hi, how's it going? Good. It's great to see you. It's nice to see you too. Oh my God. I'm like just looking at you. I'm reminiscing for past decades. I know. I'm feeling all nostalgic. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. You have had um, a heck of a year, I have to say. Uh, When I was catching up with you, Mm -hmm. my children love your show and I love your show. It's a little sophisticated for my 12 year old, but I kind of cover his eyes. At certain points. Sure, totally. <laughs> He's on the cusp. I feel like that's sort of cuspy age to watch our show. Right. Yeah. Cuspy age. But uh it's really gr- it's a great it's a great series. It's, it's really fun. It's surprising how the messaging in it and how deep it is. Mm-hmm. And I just love it. The chilling adventures, I should say, of Sabrina. Chilling adventures of Sabrina. Yeah, it's great. I Honestly, a lot of it comes down to the fact that the writers are so cool and so sophisticated and the entire team that kind of banded together to make this thing is just so awesome and we've got a really badass cast and kind of all the elements fell into place and I'm I'm really proud of it. How did you come to be in it? Had, were you part of the development process or did they just come to you and say hey no it was a really quick process actually i got a call from my agent that said hey i don't know if you've heard of this you know new reboot of sabrina that they're doing but they're pretty interested in you for it i said okay cool um and roberto the creator of the show wants to meet with you so i said all right cool so i went met with him we had like an hour and a half meeting it was super great and then i did a screen test for it the next day my hair was brown at the the time like it is now uh long brunette and I did the tape and then I was planning on going to New York for a week to hang out with my friends and I remember vividly calling my manager before I got on the plane just saying hey just making sure that was like my only audition right there's no way that they're gonna want me back for another one there's no way that I'm gonna yeah yeah Karen that was the last thing that you ever had to do you're good like if you got it you got it if you didn't you did it but that that was it. So okay, I'm getting on a plane. So all right. So of course, the second I land in New York, I get a call that that says, "So they loved you, but they really want you to audition as a blonde because they <laughs> don't think that you're gonna sell it without 
having blonde hair. And so I said, okay, I'll, I'll come back. And we tried on a couple wigs. And then I said, none of these look good. I'm dyeing my hair. So I went in. I, God bless my hair guy, made my hair bleach blonde in three hours. And then I re-auditioned for it again. And then like two days later, I got it. It was all within a week and it was very chaotic. But it was the best Christmas present ever. It's <laughs> so great. It's so funny. They always say in Hollywood, if you want a job, book a vacation. Totally. <laughs> and I literally put that into practice and it worked. <laughs> I always think of you as a blonde, too. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's interesting. I seen you and you're beautiful as a brunette oh, it's like you. auburn but it is Thanks. true you you tend to play the blondes yeah um, i mean january jones's daughter for 10 years we'll do okay. that right i mean yeah i had to look like we were related so i guess the blonde it was it's so great because i feel like it's that it's that I'm totally going to fall prey to this where I feel like I know you mm-hmm. uh, because I've watched you grow up, sure. but I really yeah. don't know that much mm-hmm. about you. Yeah. And obviously on Mad Men, one of the greatest shows ever in the history of television. Pretty good show. I will say that. Okay. Yeah. I think, you know, arguably maybe, maybe probably not. I think most mm-hmm. people would agree. Mm-hmm. You were cast as what you were like five when you I, were, yeah I was six when you I were got six it. years old mm-hmm. that's incredible so had yeah. you been acting before that like how did you even get to that point of in your you know six years on life being like oh yeah I'm gonna do this oh, yeah. I'm gonna this sign is, up for this this, this. Is, this is me this is the thing that I want to <laughs> do uh, which is very ridiculous to think about I uh I'm from Chicago and I got involved in doing print work and commercials in Chicago kind of as a hobby because a couple of my friends were doing it too when I was that age and I just really loved performing I was I was that kid that annoying kid that was just singing and dancing everywhere she went and I remember kind of catching wind of this thing called pilot season I heard about it I bugged my mom about it a lot and and my parents are really lovely and amazing shout out to them super supportive and we came out to LA for pilot season which is three months of auditioning for for different pilots I don't even know if it really is a thing anymore with all the streaming services but I I'm, I'm sure it's still in effect to an extent but anyway I was out here I got a pilot uh it was a kind of a comedy sort of a modern family-esque mm-hmm. sort of thing where I would have played the daughter filmed the pilot and was waiting to hear whether or not it got picked up or not and it didn't but within the time of the waiting I auditioned for Mad Men and then my childhood was pretty much just determined yeah. all of a sudden. <laughs> Little did I know that my entire life changed very rapidly. Wow. Yeah. And did your family move then, obviously, to California? Then we made the move, yeah. my We still we still have a place in Chicago, and my parents go back and forth quite a bit. But we've sort of slowly, oh, it's becoming more real, more real, more real. That's got to be so interesting because you're – parents friends must have been obsessed with the fact that you were sally draper but kids didn't watch that show No, my friends didn't care at all right so you're just kind of living a normal life Mm -hmm. and with a job meanwhile adults are like that's sally draper yeah Yeah. and like you and to your point of saying oh i feel like i've i've grown up with you or i watched you grow up i would have adults come up to me on the street and be like i'm so sorry about your parents (laughs) and they just literally talk to me like i was the character with absolutely no inhibition be like your mom is just horrible (laughs) i'm not my real mom but i guess my tv mom's mean sometimes (laughs) that's so funny well i know matt obviously matt weiner very well and john ham um 
for almost two decades, for two decades, yeah. basically. So when I told him, I was telling you this before, when I had said, John, give me a good, give me a good anecdote. Give me a good Kieran. <laughs> and he's like, I got one for you. And he, and he basically, it was so endearing. He sent me this picture Aww. of you two on the set. And Aww. he said, just a reminder, I've known her since she was six. That's so cute. Yes. He's and for all you best. listeners, I'll probably post on social, so stay tuned. But Stay tuned I, for that cute pic. I think about that. But being so young on a set like that, that's mm-hmm. so demanding, and obviously the dialogue, there's a lot of complexity to it. Mm-hmm. What did you learn kind of growing up in that environment? Honestly, I think that, well, I don't know who I would be without the show. I I really don't really have a grasp for what my life would look like if I wasn't on Mad Men. I'm sure everything would be completely different. I have no idea what that really looks like. But I think that it made me a more complex human being, or at least allow myself to be, because I was around actors and characters, particularly female characters, who were portrayed as complex, flawed human beings. So it almost kind of gave me a permission slip to be a complex, empowered female in a lot of ways, which is really a special, special thing. I think it taught me really early on that people aren't perfect, parents aren't perfect, um, and we're all just kind of going through our own, 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 own sort of thing in life. Wow, I never would think of it that that way. That's so cool. Yeah, very. When you kind of break it down and you sort of take a step back, you think, oh, yeah, these are the these characters impacted my life more than any other other characters. I mean, besides my direct family and a couple of my close friends, these are these are the people that I was closest to growing mm-hmm. up. And this was my foundation in a lot of ways. And it's better than homeroom. Yeah, a little bit better than homeroom or detention or, you know. And math. P.E., yeah. (laughs) Did you um, think about going to college? Because I assume, obviously, you were tutored and you went. Yeah, so I did an independent study program growing up, and I really enjoyed it. I actually, I I really like learning. Uh, It was never something that I dreaded, so I always sort of enjoyed the way that I was schooled because I liked the sort of one-on-one approach. It it requires a little more self-discipline, but it's... It worked for me. And when I was, so when I was turning, I did, I I graduated early and then I did some college courses online. So a little under 64 credits, I think, if I'm thinking about it properly. Um, But I was, I was 18 and I was thinking right before I got Sabrina, is this is college time or is it work time? But a month before Sabrina, I didn't have a solid job. So I was kind of, I was kind of in the mode of, do I want to go to college? Do I not? And it was, it was definitely a thought for sure. A thought, um, obviously now I'm very employed and, and can't do that, but I do really enjoy taking classes and learning and I never want that. I don't want to cap mm-hmm. that off at any particular age. And I've been to some college parties. <laughs> I've, I've, I've definitely, I've, I've visited my friends at colleges. So I feel like I've gotten a taste of the college experience. Well, I also feel like you're in Vancouver shooting Sabrina. Yeah. It's all young people. Mm-hmm. Feels like across the road is Riverdale, 100%. right? 100%. So, rival, col- rival school. Yeah, like, <laughs> I feel like mm, some mischief must go on. There must yeah. be some pranking and some... It's very analogous to a college experience, just different because people are watching it, watching your every move, but... Right. Yeah. You guys have a better work ethic, probably, than... I, uh, I would hope so. Right. Yeah. Well, I match it also, too, being on Mad Men and, and for so long, and uh, you really 
grew into that part, which I think was such a compliment. I mean, Matt just started writing for you and you just gave as good as you got, which was so awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. But just seeing that kind of discipline and work ethic Mm -hmm. and what it takes to make that happen. Absolutely. Is that something that do you feel like further on in your career you could create a show or be a showrunner or write or direct? Is that anywhere in your ambition? I'd love to. I have big ideas and I I write them down and I have a writing partner and we're kind of we're we're fiddling about with something right now. It's it's definitely definitely in the future. I don't know exactly when and and for me I'm such a perfectionist it kind of has to be the right thing. I I do make a lot and I have a lot of ideas, but I don't want to just put anything out there, but I definitely want to tell some stories and that I think goes beyond acting for me 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've got Let It Snow coming out. Let It Freaking Snow. Let It Snow. I yeah. Mean, I I I'm lucky enough that I watched it, nice. and I have to say I love Tomboy Kiernan. And Tomboy Kiernan's fun. <laughs> and I love the Levi's – I don't even know if it was Levi's, but that, like, shearling jean jacket. Totally. It's a good look. <laughs> it's good. It's pretty fun. It's good. I was in it for, like, 40 days straight, so I'm glad you, I yeah. liked it. Yeah, we're wearing one outfit in the whole you movie. You are. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, like, one day. Yeah. Right, Christmas Eve. It's perfect yep. for the holidays. Yep. And, again, a great cast, um, great diverse cast of yeah. all these young actors. Loaded. That I didn't actually even know. So that mm-hmm. was kind of fun to, to meet all of them. And great themes. Mm-hmm. When you get something like that, obviously it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But what makes you take certain roles? It was a... Honestly, it was a big consideration because I had come off of filming Sabrina for nine months. And and being the title character of a show means that you're working five days a week, 14-hour days, pretty much pretty much every single week. So I was tired and the last thing on my mind was taking on something else. But of course, I'm also at the same time a workaholic and and wanted to do something. So it was sort of a fine balance if I want to find something that is different, that's interesting, that I can put my heart and soul into, but that doesn't take so much out of me that I just feel depleted when I go back to my job in a couple months. I don't want that either. I I I can't do that to Sabrina. So this kind of felt like the perfect in-between because it's a it's a story that has separate storylines. So I wasn't working 24-7. It's, it's an ensemble piece, which was really exciting for me, which is something I wanted to do. And I didn't feel like I'd played a character like the Duke in Let It Snow ever before. I, I really liked her and I really felt like I could give her a voice that was much different than Sabrina. And mm-hmm. I just felt like I wanted to sort of just sort of go in a different direction, just sort of do something different, put my heart and soul into something different, step into someone else's shoes for a second. And it was so fun. And it was so fun. And I knew the cast was going to be young and fun. And it was a great filming experience, too. It reminded me, I was thinking about it when I was watching it. I got nostalgic because I was thinking about some kind of wonderful and say anything, all those movies that that I watched. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They were long before you were even born. But Mm -hmm. those kind of John Hughes movies and and Cameron Crowe and Breakfast Club. and yeah. Right? Totally. It's like, it has that nostalgic vibe for sure. Definitely. Um, you are probably the chicest 19-year-old. You're 19, right? We're still I'm a teenager. almost 20, 20 on Sunday. So oh, my God. It's coming up. Wow. But, yes, I am still a teenager as of now as I sit in this chair. <laughs> oh, my God. If you're listening to this that. after November 10th, then I am officially in a new decade of my life. Wow. Who knows where it will take me. 
Uh, Scorpio then, right? Scorpio are season. You a, are you a typical Scorpio? I think so. I'm a Scorpio, and then I've got, I think there's, what, there's a rising and a moon as well, or mm-hmm. a sun and a moon, mm-hmm. and those two are Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I feel pretty Scorpio. What are, you what's your sign? I'm a Libra, so oh, I'm nice. right before you. Cool. And nice. we balance out well. We, we're, like, yeah, good with everybody. Good advice givers. You kind of have yeah. your... We can deal with the sting yeah. of the Scorpio there a little go. bit. And go. the, like, Virgo that we're on the other side, the kind uh-huh. of controlling Virgo. You're we kind of, of balance little, those little two. A little bit in between. <laughs> I yeah. like that. But you are. Just oh, to say, you. 19, almost 20. Thanks, yeah. And I've watched you uh, just embrace fashion and fashion embrace you. Actually, oh, I don't know whether you. it's the chicken or the egg, but I love seeing you at the shows and I Yay. love always your choices. And it thank feels you. like you're very involved Yeah. in what you wear. Yeah. Like you have an opinion you're not just being dressed. Mm-hmm. Is that accurate? 100%. I, again, when you – when I was maybe – 15, I sort of fell into the whole fashion realm. Again, I don't know what came first, me liking fashion or fashion sort of being into me or sort mm-hmm. of a perfect storm of both. But I always enjoyed dressing up. It was always something that was just fun to me. It was never, oh, I want to give off this vibe or this is stressful to me. It was just pure fun. Oh, my God, I get to dress all fancy and go to an event. That was like a 13-year-old's dream. Yeah. Uh, so totally. And then, again, I started getting involved with brands, but I always felt like I just wanted to wear what I wanted to wear. And and, and obviously the people I worked with were super awesome and, and we would work together and it would feel collaborative. But no, I never want someone to kind of tell me what to wear. That's just not, just not appealing mm-hmm. to me. I always kind of like to have a say. I want to be comfortable too. Yeah. That's the that's the main thing. If I'm uncomfortable in something, I'm not going to have a good time. Do you like the pageantry of going to a show and seeing that presentation, that kind of Fashion live shows display? Are wild, man. They're crazy. I really and I really enjoy them. I mean, they're they're definitely very very much so a novelty. I went to uh Fendi in Rome this mm. summer uh with my with my friend and it was so 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 crazy. It's like in the Colosseum, just just wild it just feels like it's this constant competition of what can we do next to right. uh, to out extra the last fashion show i know but and I, it's it's nice to be a a, a viewer a standby yeah, yeah and i saw you in the rodarte lookbook yeah that was so fun that was spectacular was i went really to their fun. show here in los angeles in the huntington gardens and Amazing. it's just this it's like theater unfolding yeah they're so so talented those girls kate I and know. laura yeah and homegrown Homegrown, right? Cali, Cali girls, Cali girls all the way. Yeah, it's funny. I was thinking about that pre-Sabrina. You had about five hundred thousand Instagram yeah. social media followers, yeah. and now you have over five million. Yeah, it's crazy. You went from being an actress that was mostly seen by adults to mm-hmm. now being seen all by, yeah. you know, people of your own age yeah. or younger. Yeah. How has all of that rocked your world? Um, it's interesting. It it feels like a lot has changed and also a lot hasn't. I definitely grew up only being recognized by adults, only being recognized by adults. And they're a very different kind of fan. Young fans Mm -hmm. are way different. I mean, the amount of fan pages and fan art that I see on Instagram and, and all sorts of 
group chats on Instagram and kind of crazy stuff that even I feel a little old for. I'm yeah. like, what is happening Oh, here? that makes me feel... Yeah. Now I'm like, see you later, guys. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> if bye, If you're guys. feeling old about it, yeah. No, but seriously, yeah. there's there's 12 and 13 and 14-year-olds and 15-year-olds that definitely know their way around mm-hmm. Instagram even more than more than I do to a certain extent. But it is nice. I feel like I feel like the, the Sabrina fan base is just so engaging. So, so, so engaging in anything that we post about the show. They eat up, and it feels like it's this nice dialogue between the fans and the people. It's a on spectacular the show. show. It's really fun. It's really fun. But when I was. When I was on Mad Men, I would still occasionally, because I still was young, I still would go to, like, the Kids' Choice Awards and all that, and I was so used to just not being recognized, and I think my childhood dream was, like, to be a a cool person at the Kids' Choice Awards, and I went back last year, presented, and I felt like I just did my 13-year-old self right because people actually knew who I was. <laughs> I was like, yes, this is good. This is all that I could... I wish I could go back and tell my 12-year-old self that one day your peers will also know you. <laughs> know who That's you funny. Are. That's yeah. funny. I know. I was thinking... I Also, I was when I was going through stuff, and I've known Timothy Chalamet for a long time as well. I was just like two well. days ago. Yeah. Well, because yeah. you guys almost broke the internet. You went and got coffee. So funny. <laughs> so like, funny. Which, which was more, Jennifer Aniston joining Instagram oh or Kiernan and Timothy getting coffee? Oh and God. I was like, it's just madness. It's just, so funny. It's so funny. And I, he's he's great in, uh, well, he's in The King on Netflix. He's fantastic. He's fantastic in Little Women. I'm so happy for him. Such a good But it is guy. a different level of fame you guys are dealing with. Yeah. Because of the social media and stuff and that kind of responsibility. For sure. It definitely heightens it. I even think when I was on Mad Men, social media wasn't even that much of a thing. I mean, maybe January got on Instagram the last year mm-hmm. of the show. But besides that, it just wasn't really wasn't really part of it. Yeah, now it's every now there's food channels, and I love your foodie stuff. Why, thank you. Okay, so I'm gonna come to Vancouver and visit you. Please do. We're gonna have a day off, and what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? We're gonna have a day. It depends on what season. I would I would suggest you come visit me sometime when it's a bit sunny because right now it's preferably warm, (laughs) depressing. So let's say let's say I'm shooting like late summer next year. Okay, and you call me up and you say, "Hey, I want to come to Vancouver. We're we're gonna have a day." I would say we probably go on a hike because that's kind of what Vancouver is known for is having beautiful trails. Uh, so we could do that just to kind of get that out of the way. Like early, get our blood going. Yeah, get our blood flowing. Metabolism moving. Exactly. Okay. Get everything flowing and going. And then there's a coffee shop I really like. We'd probably sit down and get coffee. What's your coffee? I get, you know what? It kind of depends on where I am. I'm a latte or a cappuccino kind of person. Love an almond milk. Okay. Love a whole milk. Just depends on what I'm feeling. Okay, Just... I'm Americano. Oh, nice. And I might even put some cream in there, but okay. Nice. All right. I so like that though. Yeah. I'm I old had school. an Americano the other day and I was shaking after, yeah. but that's because yeah. I already had a coffee before that <laughs> and I didn't know what I was ordering. Just thought an Americano sounded cool. Yeah, it's good. Sounds it good. It is good. It is good. Um, there's a couple restaurants that I really love up there. There's a restaurant called Bao Bay, which is delicious food, delicious kind of Chinese esque food in sort of like a very very chic environment and they have great cocktails mm-hmm. legal drinking age up in canada is 19 so oh, i can say that they have great nice. cocktails that's good to know <laughs> yep uh and uh and then i and then we probably go to bed pretty early because vancouver doesn't really have much of a nightlife okay. maybe karaoke if you were feeling fun 
we could we could go to Fanta City, which is my favorite karaoke spot in Vancouver. Okay. And we could sing What's your some... song? I do a lot a lot of Britney though. I mean, oh, every time really? is kind Old of my go to. I also like A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton if I want to do like a ballad. Like a real emotional power, power ballad. A power ballad <laughs> if I'm feeling that kind of power ballad vibe. If I wanna sing a song to someone, I might go with that. Well, we got to hear you sing and let it snow. Yeah, I do sing in it. That was a nice moment. It was fun. So, would you do you cook anything? Do you have you gotten into that at all? Like I do cook. making food and stuff. I like cooking. I like cooking for one. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a big. <laughs> couldn't really do a dinner party. Yeah. Not quite my vibe. At that rate, I say we just go out to a good restaurant and yeah. get food. Why the not? Clean up is is just too much. But I can put. I can I can make chicken and vegetables yeah. and be very happy. Just a little a little solo meal. Probably will do that tonight. In fact, <laughs> do you cook? That's so funny. Uh, a little bit, yeah. I mean, I grew up with my mom cooking every yeah. meal and stuff like that. So, um, I can I can do mm-hmm. a whole Thanksgiving. Oh my god! If like I can put my mind to it, I'll do it. Uh, but I'm not great. I mean, I've always admired people yeah. that can just sit there and like, oh, and a little of this Stewing and a little of that, and, and they're talking and drinking, this. and yeah, it's this beautiful. I feel like cooking a Thanksgiving dinner is a life milestone, though. Yeah. Like, you kind of have to do it once. Yeah, definitely. We just order from Jones on 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> they do, like, they do a, a just a full Thanksgiving dinner. So that's what yeah. we do. It's so nice. Uh, how's your napping skills? They're still so Are good. Are they still good? They are They're so legendary, good. by the way. <laughs> it's gotten around. <laughs> That's why I'm asking. It's like it's you around. can Google Kieran and it's like napping skills, like how, yeah, to, how to fall asleep. I uh, I was doing a scene in Let It Snow, and it was a side by. We were both sitting. Me and my, my co-star Mitch were sitting on a couch side by side, and they're about ready to go on a take, and they have a technical, and they say, "Oh, guys, we're just gonna be five minutes. We just gotta swap a lens. If you just want to stay right here, what a better time! What's a better time to nap than right there?" So I'm sitting up, just very straight, close my eyes, take a nice little five minute power nap. And when I open my, they're like, all right, ready to go. When I open my eyes, Mitch is just looking at me like, what'd you just do? Did you just nap? Did you and just you actually take a nap right there? Yeah, I, I actually just took a nap. How Do you meditate or you just clear your I just clear brain? my brain. I just, the second I shut my eyes, I find that everything else goes away as well. I don't know why. Because I've got a pretty loud mind, but sometimes when I just am in the zone and I can just shut it all out, oh, it's beautiful. Mm. Took an hour and a half nap yesterday. That was a little much. Wow. That was a lot. I couldn't sleep last night. Right, then, and then you can't sleep. That, that kind of messes with things. What's like when you go to your, when you start your, so like after we've had our day off mm-hmm. and you're working fully on Sabrina and you yeah. know you've got a big day, what's mm-hmm. kind of the stuff that is your favorite part about like skipping to set like what do you what's your favorite part of that day when you're really working hard yeah I love so I I love kind of if it's hard to have a morning ritual because the times that we film always just vary so much on Mondays we're filming from 6 a.m to 7 30 p.m and then by Friday it could be 3 p.m. to 4.30 a.m. I mean, it, it, it can kind of get all over the place. But once I have my coffee, I feel like my mind is in the right place. And honestly, the 
the thing I love about our show is that there's not a lot of waiting around. I know that people talk about filming and they kind of equate that with, oh, you spend most of it just it's a hurry up and wait kind of thing. On our show, we don't have that much time. We're sometimes shooting seven pages a day. So it's a lot of go, 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 go. And whenever I get to have a good scene with with someone or whether it be by myself or with Lucy or Miranda, whomever it may be, I I just am reminded again and again and again how much I love my job how much I love this character. And whenever she gets to be a total badass, that's always my favorite stuff to do. Like whenever she really gets to just tell someone off or or do something cool, those are my favorite moments. But there's usually not, there's not many dull days on set. We usually have, we were filming the other day and I can't obviously spoil anything, but it was a humongous day. And it was just so freaking fun the entire time. I love your enthusiasm for it. It's incredible (laughs) that this is something that you knew at such a young age that you wanted to do and you still have the the drive and the passion behind it. Yeah, I'm glad I do too, to be quite honest. My parents never forced it on me and made it very clear to me that I could back away at any time and they would be super supportive of any career path and I think that sort of in turn made me love it a lot more because I never felt the pressure that I had to do it or never really looked at it as a job uh and then when I realized oh you could do this forever and that could be a job well that's awesome um yeah it never gets boring to me I'm still pretty pretty crazy for it what do you miss about like what you would perceive as is a normal 19 year old is it does any of that come up for you at all um Nothing really about – I'm so happy in sort of my position. The one thing I think I do miss is just I have a week off right now and I forget how much I love sleep and not having a ton of stuff to do. There's something very nice about that, which doesn't happen in my life often. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I never really valued the weekend before before this uh, this project, but now I realize why Saturdays and Sundays are so sacred. Uh before this every day kind of felt like a weekend and now Mm -hmm. that's certainly not the case so I just kind of I think I miss just a good sleep in that's not on a Saturday or Sunday just a leisurely day just a leisurely nothing to do just a nothing kind of day oh my god it's so good and you're not um have you how's your eating are you keto are you a juicer how do you keep your energy and your focus you know what I really like not keto or anything like that I do like bulletproof coffee though I've never tried that it's really it really gets me just out of bed and going like I just feel like I could take on the entire world for at least two hours after I drink (laughs) it which is good which is they're great two hours um I just try to be really balanced really I I just try to I try to go for things that I know are going to keep my energy really stable so just getting a lot of protein carbs fats Mm -hmm. just making sure that my meals are very full and have a lot of energy because it's easy to sort of fall into like slumps on set you either forget to eat or you're just snacking and it's you kind of go crazy but as long I find that like for me as long as I just make sure I have planned solid meals that I eat at normal human times um that's that's kind of key I think I'd be a disaster as an actor I'd look at that craft table craft or, table's great though I'd be like look at that Twizzlers oh my god <laughs> I know there's just oh, so much right it's, it's an influx it's a, now they make crafty the crafty is like a it's a five minute walk now so it kind of kind of defeats the purpose of of going to crafty and just kind of looking over at the table because you've got to walk there you, by the time you get back, you probably have to go on set already. Mm. So, 
Mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole but thing. But it's fun. Look, sometimes you got to do it. Absolutely. Sometimes like an Oreo is the only answer to things. In life. Yeah. Sometimes the <laughs> Oreo is the meaning of life. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's so totally true. So true. I am so proud of you. I know it sounds so corny to say. And I, I just think you're such a great role model in terms of uh, young women and, and men, frankly, anybody. Oh, and just you. like how you handle yourself and your curiosity and your work ethic Thanks. and your style. Ugh. You know, I love it. I dressed a little for you today, by the way. I was like, I can't just slump in. This is a polka dot moment. (laughs) I'm going to be thinking about this look for a second here. Right? I mean, I was like, "Mm, I got to bring it. Even pretty freaking cute. Good. Yeah, I like it. Thanks. Yeah, I did a little bit. Um, Before I let you go, I want to ask you, are you reading anything interesting? Have you watched anything that you love? What can you tell me? What do I need to look out for? Ooh, let's see. So I just read a book called My Year of Rest and Relaxation that I'm obsessed with. Um, it's this author named Otessa Moshvesh, I think is how you say her last name. And she wrote that and a book called Eileen and one other book. And I think she's one of the most talented voices in literature right now. Um, and now... Is it a... It's not fiction, right? Is it a... Is, yeah, it's fiction. It is fiction. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's fiction. So it's it's all... The title makes it sound like it's a yeah. memoir or something. It's totally not. Um, just, just her voice and the way that she writes, I think, is just really... Um, really real and raw in a way that I kind of... I don't feel like I've, I've read a lot of authors that are so just inhibited with the way that they write. Um, so that's kind of who I'm obsessed with at the moment. I need a good show. I haven't, I haven't been watching anything. Actually, I watched the first two episodes of The Morning Show. Oh, good. Yesterday, oh, okay. Which I enjoyed. Oh, good. Yes. Well, you don't have a lot of time. No, not really. Right? <laughs> this is my week. This is my week to do things, watch things. Your week to catch up yeah, on. Exactly. Uh, and is there anybody in your 12-year-old mind and in your 20-year-old mm-hmm. mind of someone that you want to work with, a director or an actor or yeah. Writer. Um I I feel like I feel like Sofia Coppola's always been a dream of mine. I feel like she were her films were the first cool films I ever started watching. Um like Virgin Suicides and, and Somewhere in Lost in Translation, some of the first kind of real real grown-up movies that I felt like I ever got to watch. Um and I think she's so artful and talented. I'd love to love to work with her one day and actor-wise. Ah there's so many people. I'd love to work with Steve Carell. I don't know if yeah. it's just because I just saw a morning show or not, but I just I just feel like he's so funny in everything that he does, but also can be such a good dramatic actor. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd love to work with like Steve Carell or Paul Rudd, do some kind of fun comedy mm-hmm. situation that also has some dramatic notes to it. Yeah, both are very talented. Fun, right? Very I so. talented. I think so. That's great. Yeah. Almost as talented as you, Karen. Oh, my God. Stop <laughs> it, Krista. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, you're, you are you know, the bar's high. The I guess bar's so. High. I don't know. It's great to see you. <laughs> it's good to see you, too. Yeah, this congrats so on, on Sabrina. Congrats on Let It Snow. Congrats on your week off. Thank you. It's so good. <laughs> I don't expect to see you walking around because I'm hoping you're napping and resting. Exactly. Yeah. And I will let you know. I'll DM you. Please do. When I head up to Vancouver. Slide for... up into those DMs and we're going to have that day that we talked about. And yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining me. Let It Snow and Chilling Adventures of Sabrina are now streaming on Netflix. 
Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you've been listening. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Krista Smith. Join me next time for more meaningful conversations here at Present Company.